blocked by Polak and Rice. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us. Gil Martin here with you and thanking everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Busy time for the New York Islanders right now. They are in Newark tonight to face the New Jersey Devils. We'll have a full preview of that game. Plus, Uncle Leo, in a bit of a surprise move, uh, probably leaving the island and heading back to Mother Russia. We'll talk about that and uh, the impact it'll have on this team. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and it is a current Islander, plus a whole lot more coming up on today's show. If you have an Islanders question, comment, or topic, something you'd like us to talk about on the show, and we do have a few emails to get to on today's show. Uh, please feel free to email the show at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. And uh, also, you know, please follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings uh, as it all takes place. So uh, definitely follow. And I also do live tweet during almost every Islanders game, home and road. So uh, tonight, please join me uh, at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. And love to interact with Islanders fans before, during, and after the game. Let's start with some news, and that news is that according to Arthur Staple of The Athletic, uh, the New York Islanders are going to put Uncle Leo, Leo Komarov, on unconditional waivers today, Thursday. And it's a little bit of a surprise because we know both Lou Lamorello and Barry Trotz have a certain... Uh, affinity for Uncle Leo and the kind of player that he is, what he brings to the table. But realistically, there is no room for Leo Kamarov on this team. He was sent down to the AHL at the end of training camp, which was a minor surprise in my mind. But basically, this release allows Uncle Leo to head to... SKA St. Petersburg and rejoin the KHL. Uh, <clears throat> and, you know, Uncle Leo never actually went down to Bridgeport, never reported to the Bridgeport Islanders. And I can understand to an extent why he's been a major league player for many years now. And 
he has to feel a little bit uh, a little bit slighted by being sent down and by terminating his deal and putting him on unconditional waivers that means that the Islanders will wipe off the entire $3 million cap hit from Leo Komarov on their salary cap situation. So that is a a help for the Islanders without question. But again, you lose a certain amount of depth and you lose Uncle Leo. He was already in the minors or, or, or no longer on the active Islanders roster. But, you know... I want to just take sort of that moment and thank Leo Kamara for his contributions to the team. Was he an ideal first-line replacement when Anders Lee got hurt? No, not at all. Was he the best available replacement that they had last year, given the other players that they tried and didn't work? Yeah, he probably was. And the fact that he's not this year... Uh, not only not on the first line, but not on the roster, tells you that this team is even deeper now than they were a year ago. Kamarov, a good checker, good defensively, gritty, would dig pucks out of the corners on that rare occasion, get you the uh, odd goal, but more of a a bottom six, reliable, hard-working forward that certainly Barry Trotz and Lou Lamarillo appreciated. With that in mind, Wanted to uh, read an email we got. Uh, This is from Ben in Perth, Western Australia. So, uh, hi Gil, I'm from Perth, Western Australia and started following the Islanders last year as my first NHL team. We don't get much NHL here in Australia, so I may be displaying some ignorance in my query. I listened with interest uh, to your report on the impact of the departure of Nick Letty. And I am wondering if the departure of Leo Komarov is part of a wider play to get a puck-handling defensive player. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this and what the move of Uncle Leo may lead to regards Ben. First of all, Ben, thank you so much for listening. Great to have uh, someone listening in Australia. That is greatly appreciated. And uh, glad you're enjoying the show. Yes. Uh, The short answer to your question, no, it's not ignorant, and yes, uh, freeing up a few million dollars in cap space definitely benefits the Islanders if they want to trade for a defenseman or sign a defenseman uh, or bring up a defenseman if they want to go the Thomas Hickey route, but realistically, whether it's to get the sniper forward or the puck-moving defensemen, putting Uncle Leo on unconditional waivers definitely frees up valuable cap space for this Islanders club, and that is very important going forward for the Islanders. So, Ben, you're right on top of things, and yes, this move does indeed change the equation a little bit because the Islanders are gradually, gradually freeing up cap space. We saw it with the trade uh, of the rights. Uh, You know, 
the other day uh, of, you know, uh, I'm blanking out now as to the name, but, you know, the, the other defenseman who was injured last year, you know, they traded his rights to Buffalo. He's not playing again, but again, you're freeing up cap space. So Lou is up to something, okay? Lou Lamorello is up to something. It's just a question of what. But clearly, uh, you know, trading, uh, you know, the rights and then putting Uncle Leo on waivers definitely is part of that. So, uh, Ben, thank you so much for the email. And we do appreciate it. And uh, we'll keep you posted as to what Lou Lamorello does with this additional available cap space. One other email that I wanted to touch on. Uh, this is from Matt from Hempstead. And thank you, Matt. Uh, it's high time the Islanders changed their mascot. A dragon is dull and has nothing to do with hockey or Long Island. Bring back Niles. That is Matt from Hempstead. Matt, thank you for listening and thank you for the email. Uh, so far as bringing back Niles, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, you know, Sparky the Dragon, Dragon being sort of a, a good luck charm in, in Chinese culture. When Charles Wong owned the team, he went with the Dragon as the mascot. I understand why. Uh, I think Sparky is fun. I like Sparky. But you, you do have a point in that Sparky does not have anything directly to do with either hockey or Long Island. Whether they'll bring Niles back, there may be some copyright issues with regard to that. Uh, maybe not, but it's something that if enough fans, I think, clamor about it and, and, and make that point, it may happen. Fans, feel free to uh, hit us up on Twitter or via email. What do you think? You want Niles back? You want to keep Sparky? Or go in a different direction and get a new mascot altogether? So again, Matt from Hempstead, thank you so much. And Ben from Australia, thank you so much for your emails. We've got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We have got a full preview of tonight's game in Newark against the Devils and our Islanders' birthday of the day. And yes, it is a current member of the team. So all that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season, and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season, so head to our new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. So yes, BetOnline.ag will give you free money to bet, on, to bet with, if you use the promo code Locked On, just because you're a listener to the Locked On Islanders podcast, from basketball, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So check out Bet Online, where the game starts. So tonight, the Islanders are back in action, and that is uh, a welcome thing. And it'll be the Islanders 
taking on the New Jersey Devils. Devils fresh off a 7-3 win over the Florida Panthers on Tuesday and uh, won their last two games in a row, looking to continue their strong play. Devils 6-3-2, so they've played one more game than the Islanders. Islanders are 5-3-2 on paper. These two teams very evenly matched, and at least record-wise. For the Devils, it's been more of defense than of offense. They are ninth in the league in goals against, but 21st in the league in goals scored. And, you know, I guess that is sort of the philosophy that this team is going to put together as far as being a more defensive-oriented team. Injuries have been affecting the Devils, and we'll go over their line combinations and everything else. But so far through 11 games, Andreas Janssen is their leading scorer, six goals, nine points. Pavel Zaka, also six goals. He has eight points. And their assist leader right now, Nico Heishire, he has five assists and seven points on the year. But, you know, injuries and some goaltending injuries as well have been affecting New Jersey. Jonathan Bernier has started five of the team's uh, games so far. But, uh, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood, Scott Wedgwood, and Nico Dawes have each started two games apiece. And again, uh, injuries playing a role in that situation. Special teams should be an area where the Islanders have an advantage. The New Jersey power play only... 14.3% success conversion rate. They are 26th in the league. Their penalty kill, 24th best in the league with a 74.4% kill rate. So, uh, yeah, the Devils' special teams, theoretically at least, uh, it should be an area that the Islanders should be able to take advantage of. And the Islanders' power play struggled again in their last game against Minnesota. That puck movement that we spoke about that they had improved upon, it wasn't there anymore against the Wild. Islanders power play 25th in the league. The PK dropping to 11th in the league, uh, an 84.6% conversion rate. So uh, hopefully the Islanders power play can take advantage of this situation. You look at the line combinations now, Nico Heischer, uh centering that top line with Pavel Zaka and Alexander Holtz on his wings. Uh, the wingers on the second line, Andreas Janssen and Thomas Tatar with Dawson Mercer centering them. Jesper Boakvist is the third line pivot with Yane Kuokinen and Thomas Tatar right now also doubling up on that third line due to injuries. Michael McLeod centers the fourth line. Jimmy Vesey and Tice Thompson are on either side of him. On defense, again, injuries playing a role. Ryan Graves and Damon Severson are the number one combination. P.K. Subban is joined by Jonas Siegenthaler as the second pairing. And then Ty Smith and Colton White are the third pairing. As for the goaltending, Mackenzie Blackwood and Jonathan Bernier 
are the healthy ones. But look, right now, Jack Hughes uh, on the IR. Miles Wood out on the IR. Dougie Hamilton uh, not available in you know recent games. So got to watch for that. And you know Hamilton was the the big offseason signing. He has missed three games already this year. Six points in eight games. When he's been out there, he's been productive. And two of his four assists came on the power play. But not been healthy, and that definitely does uh, affect the New Jersey Devils when it comes to what they're able to do with the man advantage. Having Dougie Hamilton back would help Certainly, P.K. Subban is capable on the power play, but it's been a struggle with the extra attacker for the New Jersey Devils so far this year. One little thing to watch, uh, Nico Heishire and Michael McLeod, very good on face-offs for the Devils. They are the two best face-off men that New Jersey has right now. Quite honestly, the keys to the win here for the Islanders, and we don't know yet which of the two goalies will be in net. I have the feeling that it will be Ilya Sorokin, and then the two goalies will split the the next two games, which are on back-to-back nights. But again, as soon as we know, we will tweet that out to you. But for the New York Islanders... uh, you know, with the schedule the way it is, you know both goalies are going to be used and their next two games, the 15th and 16th of November, are at Tampa Bay, at Florida. Those are back-to-backs. And you know what, folks? That's it. Three games left on this 13-game road trip. But Islanders have to get back to playing their style of hockey, solid defense, Uh, Don't turn the puck over in your own zone. That is always vital as far as the Islanders are concerned. And the power play has to take advantage of the Devils' questionable or mediocre penalty kill. And if they can do that and get at least one power play goal in this game, it should be a big difference maker for the Islanders. So keep an eye on special teams. That'll be big. The defense will be big, and uh, we'll see how this all plays out. But uh, realistically, the Islanders have a chance if they win this game. First of all, it's a four-point game. They would pull ahead of the Devils in the standings, although it is early to be watching that. And uh, it would also give the Islanders an opportunity to... uh, they would guarantee a, a, a win, would guarantee that the Islanders are once again going to be above 500 for this road trip. One point in the last three games would give the Islanders 13 points in 13 road games on this road trip. So definitely uh, want to keep an eye on that because the Islanders are close to making this road trip a success. When we come back, we will discuss our Islanders' birthday of the day, and yes, it is a current player, and we'll talk a little bit more about tonight's game in Newark. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast, and once again, we want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders 
your first listen every day. Time now for Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, yes, November 11th, 1992 is the 29th birthday of Islanders center Jean-Gabriel Pajot, a native of Ottawa, drafted by his hometown team, the Senators, in the fourth round of the 2011 <clears throat> excuse me, NHL entry draft. Made his debut with the Sens in 2012-2013, came over to the Islanders at the trade deadline in 2019-2020, scored eight goals in the playoffs that year for the Islanders, and then last year, uh, 13 points in 19 playoff games for Pajot, 54 games during the regular season, his first complete season, can't say full, uh, season with the Islanders, 14 goals, 28 points. And uh, Pajot coming off a year where he scored a career-high 26 goals in 67 games in 2019-2020. So far this year in nine games, one goal, four points for Pajot. But he really has been a great addition to the Islanders in the sense that J.G. Pajot gives them a third-line player who can put the puck in the net, win big face-offs, kill penalties. If needed, he could step up and play in the top two lines. I have always been a big J.G. Pajot fan and uh, love watching him do his thing. We're going to go back and look at one of J.G. Pajot's better games with the Islanders. We'll take you back to the first round of the playoffs. Game one of last year's playoffs, May 16th. 2021 at the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Islanders and the Penguins. Ilya Sorokin, the goalie for the Islanders. Tristan Jarry was the goalie for Pittsburgh, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Kyle Palmieri potted his first of the playoffs from our Islanders' birthday of the day, J.G. Pajot and Noah Dobson at 7.58. Islanders up one to nothing. Then, Frederick uh, Gaudreau ties it for the Penguins at 11-10. Evan Rodriguez with the uh, only assist on that one. After the first period, Islanders won and the Penguins won. In the second period, only one goal, and unfortunately it belonged to the Pens. Sidney Crosby potted his first of the playoffs. Brian Dumoulin, uh, Dumoulin excuse me, and Jake Gunsel with the helpers. Islanders trailing 2-1 two to one after two periods, but... Our Islanders' birthday of the day, J.G. Pajot, ties the game three minutes and 33 seconds into the third. His first in the playoffs, Scott Mayfield with the assist. We're all even. Then, with 4-10 left in regulation, Brock Nelson puts the Islanders ahead. His first of the playoffs from Anthony Bavillier and Ryan Pulak. Islanders holding on to a 3-2 lead. But less than a minute after Nelson's goal, Caspi Cap. Kasperi Kapanen ties it up for Pittsburgh. Jeff Carter and Cody Ceci with the assist. We go to overtime even at three. And late in the overtime period, Kyle Palmieri pots his second of the game. Assist to J.G. Pajot and Oliver Wallstrom at 16-30. And the Islanders get their playoff round off to a good start. A 4-3 overtime win in Pittsburgh that gives the Islanders back home ice advantage in the series. 39 saves 
for Ilya Sorokin in this game. And as for our Islanders' birthday of the day, J.G. Pajot, one goal, two assists, a three-point night, plus two, and five shots on goal, which, by the way, led all Islanders players in this game. So, a very happy 29th birthday to Jean-Gabriel Pajot. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and maybe, just maybe, J.G. Pajot will come up big tonight in Newark to celebrate his birthday. You know, he's been off to a little bit of a slow start statistically, but hopefully Pajot will be able to uh, get things going and make things work out. Not worried. You know, it's an 82-game season, a little bit of a slow start, Pajot, a very consistent player, and it shouldn't be a problem to have, you know, to know that he is back in the lineup and doing his thing. So don't worry too much about J.G. Pajot, and I think tonight we may just see something big from him. Wanted to also mention that today, being November 11th, is Veterans Day, and I want to thank everyone who has served this country. Uh, You know, many have sacrificed a lot in the armed forces, and uh, they certainly deserve our thanks for protecting this country and its interests. So thank a veteran today, and and remember this is, of course, the anniversary of the end of World War I, November 11th, 1918, at 11 a.m. is when that war ended and the armistice took place. Want to thank you again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. You want to make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, and it is free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the game tonight. Again, I will be live tweeting. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!